Hi there. Welcome to our podcast, Cozy Conversations with the Sister Project. My name is Michelle. And my name is Lauren, and we are your hosts. Hey, host. Hey, host. <laughs> this is our version of a radio talk show, and every week you can join us for a sisterly chat where we talk about literally everything. We're going to tackle current events, what's going on in the world around us. We'll share some personal insight and stories, and of course, share random bits of things we think you should know along with whatever else sisters talk about. There's a lot. So mm-hmm. if you're into easy listening, lots of laughing and some inspiration sprinkled throughout, we are going to be fast, weird internet friends. Welcome. In 2014, our lives changed when our mom, June, was diagnosed with dementia. It threw our world upside down, but over time we learned to live with our new normal. We also learned that brain health would become a priority for the rest of our lives. From exercising and eating well, We do all the things we can to improve the health of our brain. But the truth of the matter is, it's not enough. When it comes to nutrition, most people are living with undernourished brains. Knowing this and having a mom who died from an incurable neurological disease, we know we need something to pick up the slack. And that's where NeuroReserve's Relevate comes in. Relevate is a nutritional supplement that restores the vital nutrients for a healthy aging brain. Nutrition is considered one of the most important lifestyle factors that can affect the outcome of your long-term brain health. Relevate is packed with 17 of the most important nutrients chosen for their effect on the structure and the function of the brain. These nutrients represent several core dietary components from the Mediterranean diet and other brain-protective dietary patterns. You can use our code TSP30 for 30% off of your order. Whether it's a one-time purchase or a monthly subscription, this code is good for life. We're going to leave you with one of our favorite NeuroReserve mottos. We want your brain span to match your lifespan. Hello and welcome. I am Lauren. And I'm Michelle. And this is Cozy Conversations with the Sister Project. Thank you so much for joining us today, listeners, as we have a very special episode coming your way. As you may or may not know, our mom, June, she suffered from a rare form of dementia called frontotemporal dementia, also known as FTD. She was diagnosed in 2014, and after five years of struggling with this disease, she passed away in April of 2019. There is no cure or no treatment for this degenerative brain disease. In fact, it is very hopeless from the moment of diagnosis. After June passed, Michelle and I agreed that we would stay committed to raising FTD awareness as well as promote brain health via our platform, which leads us to today's guest. Joining us on this episode is Ed Park, the founder of NeuroReserve, a nutritional products company committed to helping people achieve their lifelong brain health. Today's plan is to dive into why it matters what we eat, the types of foods we should be filling our bellies with and fueling our brains with, and what inspired Mr. Park to create NeuroReserve Daily Brain Health Supplement, Relevate. We are absolutely thrilled and honored to have you join us today, Ed. Welcome to Cozy Conversations. Hi, Ed. <laughs> Welcome. Hey. Hey, thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. You know, I, I know that uh, it was, gosh, well over, well over a year ago um, when we, uh, when we met and uh, it was, you know, it was over the phone and, uh, you know, we, we met because of the story of your mother, actually. Um, and so, uh, and, and you had mentioned, you're like, it's, we got to do podcasts. And that was, that was you know, a while back. So it's, this has been a long time in the making. So I'm really, really glad to be here. Michelle and I were <clears> just <throat> talking yeah. about that. 
I was trying to figure out what office I was sitting in when we had that conversation with you and Maureen. And and I remember loving it, that conversation, because it's true. Yeah. Right off the bat, yeah. when we first met you and one of your colleagues, we just knew it felt right. And as we all know, well, us in this sitting area, the three of us, that brain health is so important to us. And Ed, we know that you also have a story attached to the creation of NeuroReserve. But before we dive into that, Michelle and I want to thank you. Thank you and NeuroReserve and what you and your colleagues are doing to amplify the importance of brain health because it is so important and it's easily forgotten this day and age. We, you know, we concentrate so much on looks and status and our bodies and we forget about the main, the main thing. No one ever focuses on the brain. What's that about? Don't know. I don't know either, but, (laughs) but now we are, but now we are. And and that's why you're here. And one of my favorite things, I, what I, one of my favorite um, sentences on your NeuroReserve website reads, we want your brain span to match your lifespan. And we know that that that's not an easy job uh, for, for what you and your team are doing, but we are grateful that you took the position to do so. And we were wondering if you can share with us your story and the driving force behind the creation of your of NeuroReserve and Relevate. Yeah, yeah. So with, I'm, thanks, thanks so much for those wonderful compliments. <laughs> um, really appreciate it. And, and the, you know, I you know, our stories, you know, whether or not it's about your mother or, or um, about my father, um, they are not, um, they're not unique, right? Um, it's unfortunately, it's, it's happening to a lot of people and a lot of families. And so, so yeah, NeuroReserve uh, is a very personal um, uh, uh, endeavor uh, for me because of, um, on my father's side, so my, my father, uh, he was uh, diagnosed with Parkinson's disease. And um, a lot of people, you know, think of Parkinson's disease as a as a movement disorder, which in many cases it does begin as. Uh, but it's also a uh, it, it also brings in uh, dementia comes into play as well, and uh, so it's a and that's what happened with my father actually. So it was a combination of um, Parkinson's disease as a movement disorder and uh, dementia, uh, most likely of Lewy body type, which is a, a, a very uh, it's a common type of dementia that occurs in people who have Parkinson's disease. So it's dementia, it's movement disorder, it's many things, um, and so uh, so that that happened pretty early. In, he was in, young in my life. Yeah, he was in his. Uh, you, know, you, you know how the diagnosis of a neurodegenerative disease takes a while. Yes. You know, it takes like it, it. You know, there's a lot of uh, back and forth with physicians, second opinions, third opinions, things like that. It's around you know 48, 49 time frame is, is when my father was diagnosed wow. for him. That, you know, that was his age and. And so I was just, you know, basically a young teenager, you know, That's a lot. Um, and didn't really, wasn't really processing all mm-hmm. that very well. Right. Um, and so, and so because he was diagnosed uh, quite young, um, it, you know, it lasted for quite a bit of time also. So about 19 wow. years. And, uh, and so that's a, that's a journey that's um, that, that really left a, a, a big, mark on on my family especially my mother i mean my mother she you know as a caregiver right uh she was um you know she was it was full-time 24 7 you know for for especially the last several years right and so so really my you know my mother amazing you know my father just strongest man i know as far as um his 
um, the way he he addressed it and the way he took on um, that challenge. Uh, and so, so anyway, so that's, there's something about, you know, it, you know, that, that, that these diseases do to people in that a lot of times we don't want to talk about it. Um, so like, like you were saying, like brain diseases, neurodegenerative or age related brain diseases, they're like, it's not like skincare, you know, like, you know, aging of the skin. It's like, yes, you know, I can see it, you know, and all that stuff, or, you know, or, uh, or, you know, better joint health and I can feel it, you know, or, or losing weight, you know, it's like I look fitter, yeah. or I'm, I'm bigger and muscles and stuff like that. It's just not, it's different. We don't, we don't think about it until it happens. Mm -hmm. And then when it does happen, it's so terrifying and it's so tragic that we don't want to think about it anymore. You know, it's, so for a long time, you know, I went through a period of kind of like semi-denial, right? You know, just, I didn't want to even think about neurodegenerative diseases and neurology. And, uh, but the fun, yeah, the irony is that I went into pharmaceuticals. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, so I didn't want to touch neurology for a long time. So, so I did a lot of, you know, R and D and research and development, pharmaceuticals and medical devices, things like that. Um, that's the, where my career has been in and a lot of like rare diseases and severe malnutrition, uh, particularly as it relates to cystic fibrosis. Mm -hmm. Uh, many, many people who are affected by that disease, um, suffer from malnutrition. Uh, so got some exposure to nutrition. Um, but only maybe four years ago did I really kind of face a lot of fears and, and, and start to really think about, is there anything I should be doing to, to protect myself? Yeah. And, and is there any thing we can even do, you know? Um, and, and so, and that's when I began to kind of poke around and, yeah, I started going to a few different conferences, I mean, obviously some great conferences out there and in the medical field, uh, you know, American Academy of Neurology, Alzheimer's Association, Association International Conference. Um, and I remember the first one I went to was in Chicago, actually. So, um, but, uh, but, you know, and, and I started realizing that there's a small kind of community, uh, but very dedicated set of researchers out there um, that are focusing on preventive health with respect to neurodegenerative disease and all the different factors that can lead into it. And that's nutrition being one of them, a big factor. Mm. And uh, when I started realizing that, I started thinking about, well, wow, you know, um, if there's something we could do about our risk of these diseases yeah. and kind of change that risk mm. and nutrition's a big lever, I want to learn more about it. Um, and, uh, and so that's when I began to meet some of the wonderful people on, on our team, actually. So I don't want people to get the impression that it's just like, they don't want me, just me designing a product. <laughs> okay. They, we, yeah, we need a team of experts. Okay. So, um, I mean, I certainly I did R and D in pharmaceuticals, but it doesn't make me an expert in neurology. Yes. Um, you know, it's, it's, it, it, you know, met some wonderful people who ended up on our medical and scientific advisory team who are leading neurologists and, 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 and neurologist researchers and, and nutritional experts in neuroepidemiology that, you know, really have a great view as to, to, to what the evidence says. And so that's where it's kind of neuroreserve in a long, very long-winded way. That's the genesis of this concept of neuroreserve where we really wanted to, I wanted to, to develop a, a company that focused on, on lifelong brain health. So that's kind of like one of our logo or taglines, I guess. Right. And, and the reason why is because there, you know, when I looked at nutrition field in brain health, um, I, I saw a lot of products that are great for, you know, maybe short-term boosts, you know, kind of like the B12 yeah, shot yeah. or, yeah. You, know, you know, like, uh, 
limitless pills, you know, <laughs> stuff like that. Um, but there really wasn't anything out there that spoke to people with the kind of stories that you and I have had, mm-hmm. um, a family experience. And there are many people out there like that. Um, and I think, I think the statistic is like 25% of American adults. And so, uh, ha- have a direct family member, like a, that's a, that's a, a big number. Yeah. It's a big number. Um, and, and so to really focus on that, that place of how do we reduce our risk? How do we, uh, how, how do we, um, become more proactive mm-hmm. about our, our, about our brand health to reduce our risk of these, these ailments and, and do it in a very genuine way. And, and that's narrow reserve. And you know, and thank you so much for sharing your experience with your father. Michelle, I know it's so difficult at times, no matter how many years it has been to talk about the loss of that person while they were alive and then after they are no longer. But I think us all sharing our stories is imperative to keep this awareness going. And one of the things that Michelle and I, of course, are committed to is the health of our brain. And we probably wouldn't be as committed if our mom did not pass away from complications of dementia. Yeah. And maybe you two would still be in pharmaceuticals doing, you know, working on nutrition with CF and not um, neuro, neurological diseases. But we are fascinated by this idea. Michelle and I are also, regardless of uh, brain health, we know that food fuels the body and that food is medicine. And so what we're so excited to talk to you about, Ed, is... To, to learn more about what you and your team of researchers are finding when it comes to how nutrients can benefit the health of one's brain. And before we dive into the physical product of NeuroReserve, can we talk first more about like the Mediterranean diet and what kind of foods we should be putting on our grocery list and whatnot? You know, you know, when, when we first started thinking about you know, what we want to do as a company, you know, we had to look at the evidence, right? And, um, and there's the, uh, for, for everyone who's, who's listening in your community, the, the strongest and most compelling evidence out there um, about reducing risk of these neurodegenerative diseases like Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, and many other types of dementias, including FTD, right? Um, you know, it comes down to dietary patterns. Okay. Yeah. So now what's a dietary pattern? All right. So it's your diet. Okay. It's a kind of a longer way of saying your diet, but it's really kind of about not just what you eat, but how you eat, when you eat, mm-hmm. how much, you know, it's, it's really about the whole habit of eating and, and, and what you're eating. And there are certain diets out there that are very neuroprotective. Okay, so that's a word there, neuroprotective. I like diets, that word. Right. Yeah, it's, it's pretty nice, isn't it? So <laughs> it feels good and, to uh, that word. <laughs> and I know the word protected yes. and neuro. I'm, I'm smart. I'm neuro and protected. <laughs> so all those things, you know, it's like good stuff. So, um, but uh, it's like not dumb and evil, you no, know? It's like protection <laughs> so, and brain. It's great. actually, it's, I have yeah. hope when yeah, I hear that. There's hope. That's what I mean by that. There's yeah. hope. And, you know, sometimes with these... Well, with many of these diseases, they feel pretty hopeless. And it's like anything in life. I feel like if you transition your mindset and find the tools like nutrition to better the health of your brain, then why not move into that realm of hope? Yeah. yeah. So with these That's right. with these neuroprotective mm-hmm. foods, what are you finding? Yeah. So I guess I'll, you know, I'll start at the the diet level and, and you've you've you know, you've you've we've all heard about them, right? Um 
two diets that we realized over the past maybe 10 or so years and really solidified thinking on. And 10 years isn't a very long time mm-hmm. in the medical field, by the way. It's kind of like this, you know, it's a very slow moving field actually in medicine, um, is, uh, is the Mediterranean diet and the MIND diet. Mm-hmm. Right? And the MIND diet is uh, an acronym for the Mediterranean dash intervention for neurodegenerative delay. Mm-hmm. And it's a, it's a dietary pattern that was, that is a modified Mediterranean diet. And it was invented or, you know, pioneered at Rush University Medical Center. Oh, right here. Once yeah. again, near where you're right at, down right the there road from us near here. Chicago. So Chicago seems to be ground zero oh, on all oh. this, you know? So Ed, I live, I mean, Ed, Ed, I'm one block from Rush University. Literally a stone's throw. I can see it from my, from my house. I can see it. <laughs> So, That's a really neat looking building, by it the way. It isn't it. It's newer. It, it, it is a very interesting yes. architecture. It's like a fidget spinner <laughs> yes. or something. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, yay for So us. maybe that's where they get all their good ideas is they, <laughs> they just sit in the fidget spinner part of the exactly. building and they just think. So, um, uh, but yeah, it was, it was designed, it was, it, was, it, was, it was pioneered at Rush University and by a person named Martha Claire Morris. And, and she has since passed away. Um, uh, uh, but um, she has she has a wonderful cadre of researchers and people she's mentored who are, are carrying on her work. And basically, um, what it boils down to, right, um, is that there are. Uh, well, let, let's just start with the Mediterranean diet really quickly. Um, we all, you know, for most people, when they think about the Mediterranean diet, and and hopefully when they think about the Mediterranean diet, they're thinking this: mostly plant-based foods, mostly. Um, that, uh, and, and also, you know, smaller portions of certain animal proteins, you know, like fish and like poultry, mm-hmm. um, and also, uh, some, you know, wine in moderation. Um, you know, that's what basically the Mediterranean diet is in addition to, and this is a very kind of very unique and powerful part of the Mediterranean diet. And that is olive oil. Uh, okay. What is it Extra about, olive oil. what is it about? I've yeah. read this so many times, Michelle, you too. Mm-hmm. What is it about olive oil that is so good for brain-based diets. Yeah. You know, uh, well, you know, one, one thing about olive oil, right. Is that, um, well, it's, it's called a monounsaturated mm-hmm. fat, fatty acid. Okay. And but what that basically means is that it doesn't solidify. Okay. It remains nice and fluid. Um, it, um, and so, you know, you know, a saturated fat from an unsaturated fat from when you're at room temperature and you're looking at it. Mm-hmm. And if it's solidified like butter, let's say, yeah. you know, I mean, butter's not the most evil thing in the world, so I'm not going to bag on butter, but you know, butter's okay, a saturated, you know, it's, it has saturated Michelle you know, fats loves in butter. It, right? Yeah. I love, I love <laughs> butter. Yeah. I, you know, that's something, you know, or maybe like a coconut oil, right. You know, when it gets colder, you yeah. know, kind of solidifies, right. you know, that's more of a saturated fat unsaturated fats are the ones that stay liquid avocado oils olive oil um so these are you know omega-3 mm-hmm. fatty acids yeah. like you know the fish oils right they don't they, you know they, uh, i mean the fish in, in cold water they, they have to be able to keep moving around and not completely freeze mm-hmm. so they have to have those nice fats that don't basically solidify and freeze up you know when it gets too cold so they can keep swimming around and doing their thing you know um but uh but when it comes to olive oil there's it's, it could be a, it could be a part of the geography because in the Mediterranean diet obviously, obviously exists around the whole rim of the Mediterranean, whether or not it be in the European side or the, or the, the Middle Eastern side or the, or the North African side, right? It exists along that whole rim and olives, you know, olive trees and, and so forth. And it's very, very rich in that, in that foliage. And 
the there are a couple of a couple of um, things about olive oil. First is that people, not people, I say researchers, look at olive oil and they think that the olive oil helps people absorb critical nutrients out of their foods. Mm, okay, oh. so so it's a great carrier, if you will, of nutrients all by itself. So it's almost like this thing that facilitates like the absorption of all these very healthy. A nutrient helper. It's like a helper. It's a nutrient helper. Yeah, it, it helps. It helps you carry in a lot of these fat soluble or oil soluble um, nutrients that are very important, and a lot of them come out of like let's say green vegetables, right? You, you kind of it, it would help to have a nice oil like olive oil to help carry it into the body, help you digest it, and then bring it into your body, wow. right? Um, also, olive oil has a lot of different properties in and of itself. Mm. There's some amazing antioxidants uh, that that operate very well, and these antioxidants that do well. There, there are a couple of different types of antioxidants. I know it's, it's, it's a buzzword. It's, it's a very, I used to think of it as only a buzzword, right? And so I learned more about nutrition later on. I'm like, oh, wow, antioxidant, that's really a thing, you know? It's, like, it's real. <laughs> you know, and it's real. Yeah. And, and, it's, and it's so important uh, to make sure that we can fight all the effects of aging and stress that happen, happen in our bodies. And, uh, and so there are antioxidants that work really well in the fatty parts of our bodies. And there are plenty of them. Our brain is like hugely yeah. fatty, which is you know, 60%, you know, of, of our DHA or omega-3. It's, it's made up of, you know, it's made up of fat, you know? And so, uh, and so when you have antioxidants that do wear very well in fat, which olive oil is, um, they'll do pretty well in the brain too. Right. So, because there's so much fat in the brain mm -hmm. that helps the wow. brain function. So that's that that tie or the connection is that is 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 these these healthy fats mm -hmm. that are in our brain and that we ingest, and the things and these antioxidants that get carried in. Um, so there's a few different molecules in, in olive oil that that have that property. I have so. a question about the you mentioned yeah. the wine and then you mentioned antioxidants. Are there antioxidants in wine? Oh yes, there there are, there are many. Is that the benefit? Um, there are many antioxidants. And is that the benefit of drinking small um, portions of wine? So, you know, I'm, I'm going to sound like a little bit of a broken record here, but wine also. So, so one of the things about wines, but particularly red wine, right? Yeah. Um, so red wine, you know, you have the, the pigments, right, from the grape. Mm -hmm. And so it colors the wine, makes a deep red and violet color. It's very beautiful, right? And, um, and so those, those pigments, right, those themselves, right, those are extremely antioxidant or, or you know, resist oxidative stresses. Um, those are a lot of those molecules are called antho, anthocyanins. Mm. They're called anthocyanins. So those are the dark pigments that you find in dark pigmented berries. Is this different like than phytonutrients? So, oh, actually, phytonutrients is like the big kind of word. It, they are phytonutrients, okay. actually. Yeah. Yeah. So any of these plant based nutrients um, are called phytonutrients, right? And then one kind of specific class of them is called these anthocyanins, okay. these really dark dyes, right? That, 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 that bring all these beautiful colors to these berries, mm. um, blueberries, raspberries, blackberries, and also to grapes, right? Yeah. And those are extremely protective and they make their way, um, they're, they, you know, they make their way into the brain, which is great. That's, they have to do that in order to be effective there. And, and, and on top of that, they're just very potent because, you know, when you think about berries and you think about Grapes, they're out in the sun all day long, and the sun is not a forgiving thing. Mm -mm. <laughs> it's beautiful. It gives us life, <laughs> but it's also, you stay out there long yeah. enough, it's, it, it's pretty brutal, it's right? And so they, 
they have to be able to withstand that sort of, uh, kind of I guess, a radiation assault, if you will, and, and be able to, to thrive. And, and we, we need to be able to bring that into our bodies and into our brains. So, and oh, there's another point about red wine that is, and because there's a little bit of alcohol, not even 13%, right? Something like that. And so alcohol helps dissolve some nutrients as well and helps you carry it in. Right. So some nutrients dissolve well in water, some nutrients dissolve well in fats, some nutrients dissolve well in alcohols, right? And so there's a little bit of that going on also. Wow. Absolutely. In regards to Eden, we've talked about blue the blue zones before. We mm. kind of mentioned them in the pre in the pre-show notes and pre-show con- conversations. And you mentioned different areas of the world of the Mediterranean. Do your and you know, I've read in the National Geographic that these people live a much longer, healthier life. And with that being said, Ed, do we know if these people are also cognitively lasting as long as their lifespan is? Is this what we're finding? Yes, yes, absolutely. Um, so the, 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 you know, these, these areas in, in blue zones, um, whether or not it be, um, you know, like, 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 like Sardinia mm-hmm. or Loma Linda area in California or Okinawa um, out in Japan, mm-hmm. Um, and I'm, I'm missing a few others, um, but uh, the, these these blue zones uh, they are you know well known uh, to to have um, better outcomes in general, right? When it comes to uh, to our health, um, longevity that not only you know covers um, uh, life in general, but also um, you know brain health as well. And um, they they have very similar characteristics in the sense that they are mostly plant based in their diets right um they, they you know a little bit less of an emphasis you know on on uh kind of like the, the red and, and you know uh, red meats and things things like that and and um and so uh, you know it's, it's kind of like a small percentage of uh, animal foods um <clears throat> i i think that the, when we when it comes to blue zones also um i Diet is a huge part of it. I mean, when we think about Loma Linda area and, and Seventh Day Adventists, right? You know, they're they're, they're they are on a full plant based diet, you know. Um, but also there is there's a, there's a piece there that that I think is operating. It's it's food is important, but it's food plus the environment. Yeah. It's their behaviors. Yeah, yeah. It's their overall social fabric yes. um, that that is created in those communities, whether or not it be in Sardinia, which is a very tightly knit um, an island, right? Um, Okinawa, once again, actually a very tightly knit island, mm. right? Um, you know, as far as you meant. Or the Loma Linda community, which is a very tightly knit, um, you know, religiously knitted, knit together community, mm-hmm. right? Um, there is this ah, sense of belonging and, and community and meaning, right, that, that, that comes about from these relationships, Part of that so, toolkit we're going to talk about later, yeah. probably. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Right? We'll talk about toolkits. Before yeah. we dive into Relevate, um, I wanted to ask one last question when, to, that pertains to nutrition. Are there any particular things that are actually br- bad for the brain to ingest that um, over time, if, if you were to lead a diet in, say, heavy fatty animal products that maybe aren't the best thing for your brain? Do you know of anything? Yes. Yeah, so basically, okay. So I, I you know, there, there, I'd say, you know, we want to break it down into just four general things. First, first we could take everything in reverse of what we just said, right? We can just not do any of the things that they were saying were good. Mm-hmm. Right. 
that's one. And, and that could have a detrimental effect for sure. Um, red meats and, um, and any sorts of meats, you know, high in saturated fats, right? Yeah. Bacon. Um, so, um, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I love bacon. So do I. Same. I, actually, I love it. I just saw a new, so, an article that's, and you know, listen, some of the news I get, maybe not questionable. The, yeah. I mean the daily mail, anyone come on, let's be honest, but in any case, <laughs> it's fun though. Isn't it a fun, Ed, it's a fun Ed, newspaper. It is my favorite newspaper. <laughs> But now again, we're, I have to find, you know, I've got to fact check, but there was a headline that read about bacon's relation with perhaps dementia. And I love bacon. Yeah. And right, honestly, right then and there, seeing that for me was strong enough. And I would do my research to say, maybe it's time that I just cut that out of my, or maybe once a year kind of thing. I don't once live a year. Yes. Yes. Wow. Yes. I know you guys, I'm your hero. And you'll do it. <laughs> so bacon. So yeah, that, that's. <laughs> I mean, hardcore. Listen, I'm hardcore. Well, not really. <laughs> I'll eat your side of bacon. Fair. Fine. Yeah, I know. I leave, leave some for me too. I'll Mail it, it with Ed. The better well done. The more well done, the better. So we're talking like red meats, Ed. We're talking foods mm -hmm. and high fat. Um, what high else? saturated fats, mm -hmm. um, added sugar. Yeah. And that's really, really easy to do. I mean, it's Everything. like... So it's, easy. it's, it's in a lot of things and a lot of packaged foods, obviously it's, it's just very much a natural, um, additive, yeah. you know, that, that, that goes in and, you know, they said, don't try and stay underneath 15 grams, you know, of added sugar a day. And, and that's really difficult. Oh yeah. That's like know, in a when. serving of yogurt. So basically, yeah, yeah, you can, I mean, especially, yeah. you know, some, um, kind of more, more national brands and things like that, they'll add a little bit of sugar, you know, to kind of, give it, you know, of course. give it a little bit of, you know, sweetness mm -hmm. and, uh, um, so, so added, added sugar, something really to, to, to keep track of. And, Amazing. and that, that goes to the insulin resistance and metabolic health side yeah. of, of dementia and the risks of dementia. Um, you know, if anybody's trending towards, um, diabetes, yeah. uh, metabolic syndrome, and they're showing that, you know, those first stages of insulin resistance, right. That kind of thing that, you know, kind of starts popping up before people transition into diabetes. I mean, really diabetes is a huge risk factor. It could be, it could raise your risk by like 50 to 60% of getting dementia one day. Right. So diabetes is a, you know, something that's a big no, no. I had no that. idea that correlation. <laughs> yes. Yes. And we can go on and on. I, I can go on and on a little bit about like, you know, insulin resistance and, and, and brain health, but, but added sugars is one thing. Um, processed foods. Mm -hmm. That's the other. So processed foods and grains. Um, so like highly refined basically um, um, grains, right. Um, those, uh, if basically what we're doing is we're, we're just cutting out all the, all the fiber, right. A lot of very necessary foods for our gut health. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and that in the long run is extremely important for, for brain health also. So what you're saying um, Ed, so. reminds me of what I used to say, you know, about grocery shopping, it's better to shop around the store when you go to the 100%. grocery store, than go down the aisles, you know, around the stores where the produce is, the fruit, the vegetables, you better meat, your right. fish you know, your cheese and then stay away from the aisles with the barcodes because the barcodes are bad. Anything with the barcode, I always oh. say, stay away. <laughs> with a barcode, stay away. Yeah. <laughs> barcode, run! <laughs> Kids, get out of aisle so, 10! <laughs> oh. I, seriously. I know that, um, and then one last nutritional question, which I find interesting, is dark chocolate. And is that, of course, because a good dark chocolate, not the crappy stuff, but the solid good dark chocolate has also is house and home of antioxidants? 
That's right. Yeah. So, so, so chocolates, yeah, chocolates have antioxidants called catechins in them catechins. Uh, and they're catechins. Yeah. It's a, and it's the same kind of antioxidant that you'd find in like a tea, right? Like green teas, especially um, are very rich in, in catechins. And those are, those are very, those are very potent antioxidants that can make their way into the brain and have, exert some effect there, you know? Um, so, so those are, uh, chocolate's great yeah especially a nice highly like a high percentage yeah (laughs) good news yeah Mm -hmm. and this is it is good news though because what's interesting is what you're saying is like have a really yummy healthy meal and then at the end of it if you want a square of chocolate to match with your wine a good wine it's not the worst thing in the world it's actually really good no it's actually the best thing in the Mm -hmm. world really and for our brain (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah. and yeah that's that's another thing yeah that's like a behavior. It's a good behavior because having a glass, it, it's that glass of wine. And I don't, I don't want to be totally like some people, I know, you know, we have to be careful about, you know, what we say about, uh, you know, yeah. uh, talking about wine, you know, some people obviously are struggling with some very difficult issues Absolutely. with wine and addiction and things like that. Um, but when it comes to the health aspects, you know, having that, you know, glass of red wine with, with your meal, right. is really super effective. It can be very effective, you know, um, in, in helping in the ways we've discussed already. It's the so, best news I've heard. So in moderation. In moderation. Exactly. <laughs> so. And, it, and, you know, having been to Italy several times, you see that from the people there. You, you don't, I, I've been there plenty of times where I did not see my cousins getting hammered yeah. on wine they'd have a glass at dinner then their espresso and then maybe you know a spritz later they it's a very different culture yeah. out there yeah it's beautiful mm-hmm. now, yeah very huga very huga so, yeah very huga <laughs> yeah. going on over there i was thinking before this this podcast i was it's been you know it's another crazy morning right and and now I, I was thinking oh okay i'm gonna do this podcast gotta get your game on it gotta have like all your <laughs> everything at the top of your lips, you know, and everything. And then I thought, man, you just got to chill out. Ed. Just, you're going to, you got to get who got here. That's the real thing. Thank you, Ed. That yeah. is exactly so. correct. I'm glad that our, 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 the, the good word our, of Huga has. Our guest is giving me some tips on how to calm down <laughs> because I'm right there with you half the time too, Ed. Out. Now, Ed, I want to transition. We want to transition into this conversation about Neuro Reserve and Relevate because as we know, unless you do go on like a really strict vegan diet or plant-based, it could be difficult to get all the nutrients your body actually does need. So let's dive into this. Let's dive into what Relevate is and what it's packed with and what are the good things that we're getting in the capsule, in the two capsules and that soft gel a day. In other words, it's how does Relevate pick up the slack when you, we can't get those nutrients within us just by food? Yeah. And that that's, that's, really the best way to, to think about it is like, <laughs> I was thinking about it earlier today and I was thinking, wow, you know, we, we, I was thinking, how do we describe, you know, relevate it's picking up the slack. We should call it brain slack or something. But, um, but and, <laughs> not a bad idea. Yeah, I, I see you on the video. You're like nodding. You know, <laughs> but, um, but it, it's, it is really the best way to describe the product. When we sat down and we thought, okay, there, there are brain protective diets out there. How can we make it so that a person can emulate or mimic that sort of a brain protective diet? And all, you know, the, the, okay, to actually to start out, the, the the starting assumption that a lot of us, we, we all talked about, and this all the medical advisors will agree, change is very hard. If a person can manage a change and sustain it, a healthy change, that is a monumental achievement and it should be hugely lauded mm-hmm. and, uh, and, 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 you know, there should be a lot of 
kudos going around to that person for achieving change, even if it's small in their daily life. Very difficult to do. And, uh, and starting with that assumption, then we said, okay, we have a world where people are cooking less. We have a world where um, the types of foods make it very easy for us to eat not right and very brain unhealthy. Yeah. And, 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 and how, do we, how do we develop a product that's practical, um, that addresses the challenges that everyday people are facing as far as even if they're trying hard, picking up that slack and closing those gaps. Mm -hmm. And so we started with that Mediterranean or mind diet. And then we started breaking it down. We said, okay, what are the food groups, you know, that we really want to focus on that people don't get enough of um, out of those diets. And that's when we, we go back to some of the things we talked about already. Um, fish, definitely, you know, most of us don't get enough of that. Um, teas, okay, in North America, we, we are actually, we're way behind the world, yeah. um, it, way behind Europe and way behind Asia as far as yeah. tea consumption in the United States. Um, you know, berries, Strangely enough, you know, this very specific group of fruits, you know, we, we don't eat barely enough of, right? So it's a, uh, berries, dark leafy green vegetables, um, you know, seeds, nuts, legumes, red wine, right? We, we thought about, the, you know, looked at that from a moderation standpoint, right? Mm -hmm. um, poultry also as well, right? So we're looking at some of these. And poultry is one that we do probably get enough of, you know. Um, but however, there's some coverage that we wanted to put in as well in our product. And so we, we focused on these food groups. And then we dove down one level further and we said, okay, out of these food groups, then what are the nutrients in there that are most likely exerting a brain protective effect? Which ones are the most brain relevant? And then we charted all those out. And then we, we and then we asked the question, that final question is, well, which ones do we not get enough of? And those are the ones we want to put in. Mm -hmm. And the way we kind of looked at that was we said, let's look at all the epidemiology out there. Let's look at what the average intakes are for um, Americans. And then let's find out what we need to plug. And so that's what we ended up with. You know, we ended up with this, this formulation mm -hmm. right, of, of, of nutrients and we call it Relevate. And it's uh, like, you know, like you mentioned, it's one soft gel and, and, and two capsules a day. So, and we separated these nutrients, these 17 nutrients that we um, identified into like a, a soft gel, which typically was like a liquid, um, and then a capsule, which typically holds these kind of powdered um, or kind of broken down kind of nutrients, right? Um, because when you put these fat soluble nutrients like we were talking about before and, and put it in a, in a carrier, like you're saying, right? Like we were talking about that olive oil could be, right? So if we put it in a, a native oil, right? That, that carries it all and keeps it all together, right? And they could all be carried with that. That aids in that absorption and uptake, the bioavailability, if you will. That's the way, you know, in which mm -hmm. we take up nutrients in, in a useful way into our bodies. And so, so we have these fat soluble nutrients that are very important for the brain in, in, in our soft gel. And that's lutein and that's the exanthin. And those are come from leafy green vegetables and they're and they're very, um, they are of the carotenoid family, <laughs> basically. We're going to have so to have a glossary. I know, I know. It's like glossary. What does that carotenoids. mean? Carotenoids. What's carotenoids? It's like, the, it's like the vitamin A family of nutrients, right? Okay. And so people think of the eyes, right? Vitamin A is healthy for your eyes. It's these carotenoids, like lutein and zeaxanthin. They're, they're very healthy for your eyes, but they're also, they also accumulate preferentially in the brain. Mm. They're very good for soluble antioxidants in the brain. Um, they... And the, the, the eye is basically an extension of the brain, actually, if you think about it. Mm -hmm. right? So um, then we have phospholipid omega-3 complex. Now, that is that is basically omega-3s um, that are 
made up of DHA and EPA. So we've met, people might have heard of DHA and EPA, but DH is particularly rich in DHA. It's probably one of the most concentrated DHAs out there. Um, actually, the most we've we've seen. Um, and we we sourced it from herring caviar from Norway. Wow. And from so Norway, and it's Huga, it's Huga DHA. Very Huga. Yeah, that's why I brought it up. I knew I knew you'd appreciate that. So like so it's so Norway so like, you, Ed. Yeah, so isn't it? So like I uh, I'm like it's like it's DHA. like they even have the best So DHA. they do they got some they got the best DHA for the brain. They no, do. Shit, Hands crazy. down. So like so Norway has these wonderful fisheries out there um and uh and and herring the the, the caviar from herring is very, very rich in, in, in DHA and also the kind of DHA, I'm not going to get too heavy into this, but there's a way in which DHA is conjugated or attached to certain other molecules that makes it easier for it to cross into the brain. Wow. And it's very rich in that type of DHA. So it's not just DHA, it's a very specific type that's, that's, very, that, that's very effective at that. And so, so we have this herring caviar, you know, in our product. Um, and we have a couple forms of vitamin E as well. And vitamin E are oil-soluble mm-hmm. uh, nutrients. Um, now, most people think of vitamin E as maybe vitamin E. It's just one vitamin. But actually, it's a family of eight different molecules. Mm-hmm. And the type that we typically get maybe in our cereal or maybe in a typical multivitamin is just that first type. It's called alpha-tocopherol. But, uh, but basically, that's just the tip of the iceberg really, when it comes to vitamin E. And, uh, and, and for people who are the most brain healthy, what research has shown, you know, and then some great work out of Rush University Medical Center, this is straight out of Rush, right? Is, is that, is that yeah, once again, Chicago strikes again, you know? Um, they're, 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 I know, so one of, our medic, one of our medical advisors, Tom Holland over at Rush, he's, uh, I hope he appreciates this. I'm, I'm just, you know, giving them props <laughs> left and right. So, so, so they, they realized there when they examined the, the brains of deceased people who have a neurodegenerative disease and not, right, you know, they, they realized that there's a certain ratio of alpha and gamma to cofferol. That's another form of vitamin E that, that is very nice, very optimal, that, that results in, in the best and healthiest brains, you know. And so that kind of a ratio we try to control um, in our product. And then there's vitamin D. And vitamin D is just... Everybody knows about it now because of COVID. Yep. <laughs> like, get your vitamin D. I mean, it's it's like it's like all over the place now. Uh, vitamin D is actually the, the the brain is actually, especially in places for learning and memory in the brain, is very rich in what we call the vitamin D receptor. Mm. So there's a receptor there on these cells that really they just want to cling to and want to attach to vitamin D. And so that's in our soft gel. And I'm going to try and go faster because I mean you know, we could. I'm not going to try and sit no, here for like two hours describing our yeah, it really is. It is it really fascinating. Is. So that all of those were uh-huh. just in the soft gel. In the soft gel, okay. yes, that's right. And that's all. They're all there together. They're all a big happy family in the oil soluble, you know, world. And and the capsule, you know, it, it has some very critical vitamin B nutrients that we typically don't get enough of. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, vitamin B3. Um, a lot of people handle a lot of episodic stress and a lot of chronic stress these days. Um, whether or not it could be like work. Mm. Um, it could be, you know, family life nowadays with COVID, right? It could be, you know, all sorts of stresses going on. Um, and, uh, and so vitamin B3 is extremely important from that metabolic health standpoint, being able to recover from that me- uh, metabolic stress and, and, um, and then vitamin B12. And there's, once again, there's many different forms of vitamin B12, but, but we put in one that's called hydroxycobalamin. Okay. So vitamin B12 is typically 
cyanocobalamin. That's what you find in, once again, like cereals and typical mm. multivitamins. So we put hydroxycobalamin in there, and that's because it's the longest lasting. Um, it's most commonly found in food. Um, and uh, and it's, it's, it preferent, it's preferentially accumulates in the CNS, in our central nervous system. Mm. So um, it's, it's kind of meant, you know, for that, you know. And, um, and it could be converted into any of these other active forms vitamin B that the body needs. It's kind of like that nice, nice switch hitter. You know, it could switch into one or switch into the other form upon need mm, uh, for the body. Cool. Um, so, uh, and then magnesium, which is, you know, a lot of people understand it as a great way to maybe get a better night's sleep, uh, to relax, right? Um, also, it's extremely good um, and important for regulation of these kind of gates, if you will, in our neurons, these gates that kind of release um, ions, you know, because the brain is obviously a very, it's an electrical system, right? It, there's a lot of charges moving back and forth from one neuron to the next, right, to communicate. And so when this happens, you know, pores are basically opening up in the cells and releasing things and closing things like that. So that regulation of these ions that are mm. flowing between the neurons is is, is is regulated very nicely with, with magnesium and we don't oh my word we don't get anywhere near as much magnesium as we should mm. uh, the uh, i mean the rda that is the recommended daily allowance for uh, i'm gonna i'm gonna get this wrong here i know so right here on the air but i think it's like <laughs> 400 600 milligrams um uh per day for an adult i, I think we're typically we're around the 120 oh, or something wow. it's it's just it's a severe wow, wow, deficiency yeah. Um, but, but I'll just round it out by saying, you know, they're, they're flavonoids also. Now you, you remember when you talked about phytochemicals, yes, right? So now this is here, there are all these plant-based stuff. Here's where the plant-based stuff falls in. And there are three types of flavonoids. They're, they're a class of plant-based antioxidants that we place in the product. And that's the anthocyanins that we talked about, kind of like dark pigmented berries, mm. you know, the pigments from the flavanols, which are from like leafy green vegetables, uh, particularly in teas. Right. And then the catechins, which come specifically from green teas. Right. And so those are all, you know, very potent antioxidants that, that we want to support with, you know, as well. And theanine helps you relax. And I'm just going to try and, and finish it off with terastilbene. Terastilbene is just like a weird, long word, but basically it's like a, it's like a more bioavailable form of resveratrol. I think a lot of people might have heard of resveratrol. Yeah. You know? Maybe not, but, <laughs> but it's kind of like one of those. Um, one of those molecules that that's it's it, it's almost exclusively found in blueberries, terastilbene, um, oh. and uh, you know that's almost the only way we can get it through diet, uh, through a typical diet. And so we wanted to once again emulate blueberries, right? Well, how do you do that? You, you bring in the anthocyanins from blueberries, that's brain healthy from that. You bring in terastilbene, which is you know um, another antioxidant that's extremely um, uh, you know potent, you know, and you know we kind of emulate that diet, that dietary pattern, and kind of fill the gap. So. That is yeah. fascinating that everything that you just said that what we should be taking on a daily basis is now in a capsule and soft gel. And what quality, what quality of these products, like the caviar mm. from Norway. I mean, you, you had said that, that was, that was huge. We were so happy when that's we found that. Huge. I mean, that's <laughs> massive. I think that your price point, by the way, is amazing. I think for what you're offering and for the importance of what brain health means for so many people it's it's a small investment for peace of mind. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> good one, Michelle. It is. <laughs> in my, that was a, in my, you completed your own sentence, right? <laughs> we do that a lot. It's a sister thing. You know what? This is what we're gonna do in regards to to help wrap this up a little bit, Ed. 
I thought since we talked about it at the beginning and before we kind of wrap things up here, we can talk about, as you mentioned on your reserves website, that there's a toolkit and, you know, Relevate is mm-hmm. one portion of it. And you mentioned with the blue zones, you know, social community matters. I'm sure exercising, of course, does and practicing certain things in life. Can you tell us what you would put in your toolbox or what you have in your in your toolbox along with Relevate for optimal brain health? Yes. So there's and I could give you some resources, too. But like, um, you know. Toolkit is a great way to describe it, mm-hmm. right, because it's very appropriate in the way that we should approach brain health, right? Because when you think about a toolkit, you think about a lot of tools inside of it and a lot of ways you can attack a problem, mm-hmm. right? I always love looking at my tool bag because I realize, oh, wow, I could, I could handle this problem in like five different ways. It's great, you know? <laughs> um, and, uh, and so it's the same thing. And, and, and once again, I'm going to give a shout out to Tom Holland because this is all about Chicago today. We want to do a <laughs> Chicago-themed <laughs> podcast, Tom love Holland. It. A lot of times, so he, over at Rush, you know, Tom always tells me, he's like, Ed, uh, it's like, I always try, whenever he's doing an interview, he always tries to say like, you know, Alzheimer's and dementias are multifactorial diseases. That requires a multifactorial approach, mm-hmm. right? Multiple like facets, right? And, and then he gets, always gets cut off. <laughs> like they, just, they just cut that part off. They're like, nah, that's not interesting. So, um, so anyway, so there, here are pieces of the toolkit, right? Um, Nutrition, obviously, is one we, t- we, we talked about a lot, mm-hmm. right? So nutrition is one piece. It's, it's important. It's well well studied. It's, we have a lot more to learn, for sure. Um, but it's, it's one of the better studied areas, right? And, and all this evidence that we spoke about earlier, you know, speaks to that, right? And we're learning a lot. Exercise is a second tool, right? Now, exercise, it does a lot of great things. Um, it, you know, it, but, but high-intensity interval training mm-hmm. might, might be the most efficient way to get exercise in for the brain. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's kind of like these intense periods of exercise that literally, if you can, they say high intensity interval training can be two minutes and it could be just as effective as 30 minutes of, wow. okay. you know, moderate exercise. Mm-hmm. Right. So um, these, you know, kind of like these, you know, everybody thinks of CrossFit, which is a great example. Um, but you know, there are many other ways of, of doing high intensity interval training um, and, and not just as, you know, young people or, you know, the, the people who are fit or, you know, gym rats and all that stuff, you know, but, but basically, you know, uh, there are ways to do high intensity interval training for, for, um, for people who are older as well. Mm-hmm. And, and so, and so what that does is it increases that it's really well known to increase that the brain derived neurotrophic factor, right? Okay. So that very, that, that molecule that, that's, you know, that, that helps the brain neurons grow and, and differentiate and, 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 and basically um, replace those that are lost, right? And you can do that. Mm. You can replace, you know, brain cells that are lost. It happens, there's turnover in our brains naturally as, as we've learned over the recent years, right? Um, sleep is, um, yes. is huge, right? Um, we already know the effects, you know, sleep, like, you know, if we don't have a good night's sleep, but it's not actually just that, even though that's important. Um, sleep is the time when the brain is cleaning out a lot of its debris. Um, mm. It is, it is, it is flushing waste. Wow. Basically they call that autophagy, mm-hmm. right? Um, that's like a scientific term for basically that, that period of time when you're, you're flushing out the brain of all of its um, waste. If you can't do that well, then there's going to be all of this accumulation. That's not good. Right. And so sleep is very important. Mm-hmm. Uh, the fourth is uh, uh, medical, medical conditions, just keeping those under control. We spoke about diabetes. Mm-hmm right? And metabolic health. Yeah. Same thing goes for cardiovascular health. Those are big risk yep. factors, right? For 
for neurodegenerative disease. You can keep those under control. You're, you're staying one step ahead. Okay, right? that's beautiful. Um, that's great information. And then, and then um, obviously there's mental engagement. Uh, it's staying sharp, mm-hmm. you know, exercising our brains from the standpoint of doing things that are learning new things, um, engaging in, you know, mentally um, stimulating activities and things like that. Lauren, we're killing it. And uh, so, I mean, you guys have to think on your feet all the time when you're doing this <laughs> podcast. True, I'm though, tripping yes. over myself here. So, um, <laughs> I, I should just, I should just do, I should just speak to my whole family in podcast format all day long. <laughs> so that way I, I know how to articulate myself, you know, yeah. <laughs> like without saying, um, or trying not to say, um, <laughs> It's okay, we can edit it out. You're killing it. I could listen to you talk for like five more hours. I know. I know. So, I, I think that, that last piece is, is engagement, is, is relationships. It's really important. Okay, that's what I was going to ask you is yeah, the significance yeah. of yeah having relationships and having that community aspect. It's integral. 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 Oh, thank you. Michelle always helps me that's with my okay. words. Yeah. Um, I think to having just a healthy lifestyle in general because that communication with people I, I'm assuming must help the brain stay kind of up to par in regards to you know communicating and having that human experience with people I don't know if there's any scientific backing but I, I'm assuming yeah. it's good to some degree I know that you know the you know obviously obviously you know medical and, and scientific research in this area is, a, is newer mm-hmm. um, but I bet if we ask anybody out there you know I mean, what, what is life really about, right? Mm-hmm. It's about, yep. it's about our relationships with people and uh, what we say to each other, what we do with each other, what we, our interactions. And that's what gives us our meaning in life. You know, it's, yep. it's that, um, you know, th- that sort of connectedness. So um, without that meaning or without the relationship, you know, with people, um, uh, it becomes very hard for our entire body mm-hmm. you know, to, saying itself yeah so and i have to say it's kind of a full full circle because we opened up this conversation talking about not so much our relationships with our parents but talking about your experience with your father our experience with our mother and you know that's what drove your mission here to um to create neuro reserve and relevate and i think that this is probably Michelle and I were talking yesterday that this would be probably one of the more important conversations we've had thus far on our platform, on our podcast, because of the significance of the issue yeah. at hand. Um, I think we'll begin to slowly wrap it up a little bit. Um, Ed, thank you so much, truly, for joining us. I think Michelle and I have like this new outlook on what we put in our bodies yeah. and how much <laughs> and how important mm-hmm. it is to us. And such a clearer understanding. Yes. I mean, you broke it down so beautifully. I mean, I could leave here right now with a clear kind of plan and understanding of certainly a lot of things, but what especially to put in my mouth. I'm I'm going plant I'm going plant based. <laughs> yeah. That's all I'm saying. I've been talking about it. <laughs> I have I have for years I've been talking about going plant based and I'm 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 pretty much like a vegetarian pescatarian with some prosciutto and bacon here and there. But I just I'm very drawn to the diet and now knowing so much about it, it just almost kind of seems right. So Michelle and I will have a food yeah. a plant based challenge it's coming up. Like a renaissance. <laughs> Well, Ed, thank you so much for taking the time um, to have this cozy conversation with us about something that's so near and dear to our hearts. And for those of you who are listening in, 
You can find everything that Ed and um, Michelle and I were speaking of on their website, neuroreserve.com. And be sure to follow them on Instagram at neuroreserve. And you can also refer to our show notes. We'll have all of this information. And do not forget to head to our IG at The Sister Project because we will be having a giveaway. And what's really exciting is that Ed and his team over at NeuroReserve has also uh, provided The Sister Project with a discount code. And it's not just a one-time use. This is for a lifetime discount. So it is for their monthly subscription or just a one-time purchase of Relevate. Use the code TSP30 to get 30% off of your order. All right, you guys, we are so grateful that you all tuned in. Again, thank you so much to you, Ed, and to your team at NeuroReserve. Um, for those of you thank who you. thank you so much for your time. <laughs> yeah. And for those of you who are listening, if any of this conversation you know touches someone else, or maybe you know someone who's going through the same thing, um, who has a loved one with cognitive decline or whatnot, et cetera, Please share this episode with them. There are, there's hope, as Michelle said earlier. Yeah. There's hope and there's things you can do. So you guys out there, Ed, all of us, take good care of your brains, take good care of you, and stay cozy. Thank you to our sponsor, NeuroReserve, for partnering with The Sister Project and for your contribution to better brain health. You can use our code TSP30 for 30% off of your order. Whether it's a one-time purchase or a monthly subscription, this code is good for life. We're going to leave you with one of our favorite NeuroReserve mottos. We want your brain span to match your lifespan. Thank you for joining us for today's cozy conversation. For more of The Sister Project, check us out on Instagram at The Sister Project and our website, www.thesisterprojectblog.com. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and maybe even drop us a review. Until next time, stay cozy.